Good morning and welcome to Little Iron Mom. Uh, this is Super Dad here uh, <laughs> conducting the interview this morning. And so anyway, today's interview is with Little Iron Mom herself. And we want to welcome Karen to her own podcast. And uh, we're going to have her tell us a little bit about Little Iron Mom and how Little Iron Mom was born. <laughs> hey, good morning. Uh, Little Iron Mom is a ministry that we are creating based on um, four or five <laughs> things. Faith, family, fitness, food, and fun is what we came up with. Of course, I had to add fun. And it was born really out of an experience that I had with my oldest son, who is a brain cancer survivor. Josh is quite the miracle. I, I really... Um, in going through that whole hospital experience, did not want anyone to have to, to go through that. And initially I thought, well, you know, why did this happen to me? I, I don't understand. Um, he had a brain tumor, a pilocytic astrocytoma. It sits on the, on the brainstem, very scary. It turned out to be a grade one cancerous tumor. We go back for checks every year in Iowa City. But when something like that happens to you, and in the aftermath, you go, I, I don't understand why. Why would this? Why would this happen to me? And I started thinking, maybe I should offer support for families who are going through this type of situation in the hospital. And then down the road, I thought, why would I want to do that? I, I, I don't want anyone to go through this. How can I prevent people from having to go through this? So I began doing lots of research on cancer and nutrition, and I found a lot of answer, answers, actually, that I never thought I would find, including a book called The China Study, which speaks specifically to the fact that animal protein can turn the cancer growth on and off. And so some of this research I found was just so shocking. I thought, man, we, we got to get this information out there because this could actually prevent someone from having, you know, my story. So Little Iron Mom was kind of born out of all the information that I've learned and how I want to share that um, just so that other people don't have to have <laughs> the same story I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, as we look at... Uh the impact that you're hoping to play in people's lives, what kind of impact are you hoping to have? I really hope to be able to make it easier for moms to bring this kind of lifestyle into their family. The standard American diet is is very heavy um, in animal protein, which which we know from the China study is not good. And But food and water itself, uh, God really recreated us to self-heal and we have the ability to fix so many things there's so many people with allergies and asthma and we have kids being born that are growing up and having ADHD and learning disabilities I think that nutrition impacts all those things it's been shown that it can impact all those things and I think God created us to to self-heal so I think that I would like to impact people to or empower them really to take control of these things and start looking for answers themselves start praying for answers start looking around and you know visiting farmers markets and um, getting into a community of people who have grasped onto this concept because it's a growing concept right now
Yeah, speaking of that, uh, a little bit about farmers markets. You've got quite a past with uh, vegetables and, and, and markets anyway. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I can't grow a vegetable to save my life, but <laughs> I come from a family who has a market and grows uh, vegetables. I, I love being able to go down and visit and pick up fresh food. It's definitely ingrained in my system. It's eating whole foods is something that has happened with my family um, since I was very little. So if I go to someone's house and and all they have is junk food, I am dying for a vegetable by, by the time I leave. And, and I think that's part of what's so awesome about if, if you start with your kids early, if you start with them even as babies and start giving them um, great food, they will ask for great food, they will crave great food, and they will never know that something else awful exists. <laughs> right, right. Now, talk about a little bit, we've seen this personally, how empowering the kids, when they grow their own vegetables, what does that do for them? Oh, yeah, definitely. My kids, um, things that I never think they would eat, if they grow it and they see it from start to finish, or even if they go to the garden and just pick it with, with Mima, all of a sudden they're vested in it and it's um, they have ownership in it. So then they want to eat it. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like when you go fishing and you catch a fish. It, I remember I caught a northern one time and it, those are awful fish to eat. And I had to sit down and eat the whole thing. And my mom's looking at me like, oh, yeah, how are those bones in there? <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to eat it because it was my fish, darn it. So yeah. giving the kids ownership, not just in growing, but even in the kitchen, too. Sure. Talk a little bit about that in the kitchen. What has Little Iron Mom been doing to, 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 to promote the kitchen? Well, we've been looking at, you know, fun recipes that we actually cook here at home, practical recipes, and also, you know, interviewing people like Kim Campbell, who is the daughter-in-law of, of the gentleman that wrote the China study. And she's a mom of five and, and works in the kitchen all the time in a practical way. And taking those recipes and making a guide for the for mom to go out and shop and even have things that each of the kids can do because I know that when you get kids together they all fight over what <laughs> what duties they have and so we're going to put the duties down for them and they can it can be a teamwork thing and mom can just take her her plan and go to the kitchen and, and everybody um, hopefully can work harmoniously to make a great dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as we, the next question is you're talking about empowering them in the kitchen and letting them take ownership and, and work. You're kind of inspiring the kids to learn from one generation to the next. Who is it that you look to inspire? The main, the main people I wish to inspire would be the parents just because parents uh, are busy. They're working all day. They trying to get to the grocery store is a chore. Trying to, to cook to cook dinner has become a chore. I enjoy time in the kitchen, but I do spend a lot of time in the kitchen. And I know a lot of people that don't spend even a fraction of the time that I spend. If we can make it fun, if we can inspire families to do it together, I mean, if mom has her kids there, it might be a little more fun. And if they're helping with the cleanup and and things like that, it, it can be a good time. So hoping to inspire parents to get moving in the right direction and whatever they do, whatever they model, their kids will do too, especially if your kids are younger 
it's a, it's a great time to be a role model because if you eat ice cream every night, guess what they're going to eat every night? If you eat frozen grapes and bananas every night, they'll probably go pull the freezer open for those too. So parents are definitely our target. Yeah, yeah. Well, Proverbs twenty two six says, you know, point your kids in the right direction. When when they're old, they won't be lost. And I think it, that for some parts of the TV generation, maybe maybe they they did get lost with the TV dinner and the easy preparation and and, and around that. So um, that that's great. Any anything else you want to add about? Uh, you said something about the parents being kind of tired at night, you know, with the preparation. They think that their health related issues probably relate to that. Oh, most definitely. I think when you look at the number of people that have allergies or even uh, I read a study about how much allergy uh, over-the-counter medication is being sold right now, people's bodies are reacting to all kinds of things. There's just so many toxins in our environment and, you know, everyone's into the whole detox concept, which is, it is really true. Our bodies are trying to detox and vegetables themselves are very detoxifying. I just, we don't eat enough of them. (laughs) People don't give their bodies the tools to get rid of the stuff that our bodies are trying to get rid of. And that, that could cause a lot of just fatigue right there. So just going through that process. And, and I think, you know, too, the other thing along the lines we were just talking about when you're spending time cooking in the kitchen, um, the the food smells, the, the the clinging of the pots and pans, you know, as a child, you know, they're waiting for the food to be brought to the table. You're creating an experience, whether you know it or not, you're creating an experience for them that is not just putting something in the oven and putting it back out. You're, you know, creating smells and tastes and sounds that they can connect to. And so that becomes, um, dinner becomes an experience and not just this dreaded thing that you have to get done at night. I think that's important to give to our kids. Yeah, that's very good. That's very good. Uh, Yeah, every day you're writing a new piece of history, and sometimes we don't realize that till we get older and then realize we did write history for someone. So Mm -hmm. that's great. Well, as we're wrapping up and winding down, uh, you know, who, who inspires you? Who's inspired you and who continues to inspire you? Well, my number one inspiration is is definitely God, my Father in heaven, and and He just has always been there through everything tough, and even in looking for answers when my own health was compromised, the answers always came. It may not have come as quickly as I wanted or in the form that I thought it would come in, but um, just you know, in Luke. 1111, um, it says, which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead, or if he asks for an egg, will will give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And I think it's just, I love this model of the parent, you know, parent-child model here, because same thing for us, you know, when we're making hard decisions of what to give our kids, the reason we're saying no and the reason we're not giving them certain things is because we care about them. And I think ultimately the person who's modeled that most for me it is God because he cares about me. So <clears throat> I would definitely have to say that. And, and also um, my parents, too, definitely. And, uh, and our whole family. <laughs> 
is revolves around food at every meal. So I, I guess I definitely have to throw them in there as well. Well, very good. Any last minute uh, little Iron Mom tips that you want to share out to let no. us know how you can connect on yeah, social just, media and how we can connect? Just to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And absolutely, if anyone has any questions or if you're just frustrated and at your wits end about anything, <laughs> you can email me at littleironmom at gmail.com. Uh, I'd like to be here to just be a coach. Uh, I spoke with someone the other day who is just desperate to feel better. And, and she just, just like, I don't know if I should go take a cooking class or what. And, you know, I just, I want to be able to be here for people like that who are really fighting to make a change for their family and just be able to give them steps to take every day. And hopefully the tools that we create will, will help with that as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's the website again is www.littleironmom.com. Very good. And that is a wrap for today. And we are so glad you're here at the Little Iron Mom uh, podcast. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back here on our next episode. Have a great day. Have a good day.